It's 12 noon. Jesus has been on the cross for three hours alongside two criminals. We pick up the account in Luke, chapter 23, reading from verses 35 to 44. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he's God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon and the darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. We come to the cross with so much going on for ourselves and there is so much going on even in this passage. At the beginning, people are mocking Jesus and they're saying, let him save himself. Because he doesn't save himself, he can save others. Jesus could have saved himself, but he chose not to because of love. Love kept Jesus on the cross, not nails. Jesus chose to stay on the cross. And then he's surrounded by these other criminals on the cross, their crosses. And one criminal joins in with the mocking, telling him to save himself and to save us. We look in Matthew and Mark and see that both criminals mock Jesus. However, one of them came to see things differently. He came to respect God. We wonder, he knew Jesus. Maybe he'd been in a crowd once listening to Jesus speak. He knew his own sin and he called out, Lord, he believed in everlasting life. He speaks of paradise. This is where we see like a deathbed conversion. We see God's grace and how it's not about this man's life. It's about what's going on in his heart at this moment. And what this thief gets is far beyond his expectation. He expects that he might be saved in some distant time. But Jesus tells him today. He asks to be remembered. And Jesus goes above and beyond and says, you will be with me. He's looking for a kingdom and Jesus promises him paradise. That's a word they would have used for heaven. Jesus promises him paradise. And we come to the cross with our expectations, our judgments, our assumptions. We come to look at conversions like these, wondering what's been going on in that person's life, what's going on in their heart. But ultimately, this is such a big reminder of God's grace and God's love, God's grace and God's love defies expectation. Whatever we may come thinking or assuming, 
God's grace is so much bigger and stronger and more powerful. God's love, Jesus' love for us, kept him on a cross to die this horrendous, painful death because he loves us so much. So as we come to the cross, why not put all those things aside that we bring, all those questions, all those judgments, all those assumptions, all those doubts? He expects us to come with those just like those people around him did. But let's put those down and let's focus on love, the love that kept Jesus on the cross. Let's be reminded of God's grace and his love that completely defies expectation. Let's stop and meditate on what Annie has shared. As we stand at the foot of the cross, what do you feel? How do you respond to the love and grace shown by Jesus? We'll pick up the story again at 3pm.